talking about this, but I'm telling you, we're going to have more times like this. And um, uh, h- how many know God wants to do more than we ever allow him to do? And I want to talk to you about praise and worship because praise brings the kingdom of God and your life together. And I was listening to someone recently in the last couple of weeks, and this guy's a prophet, and they're kind of an unusual breed. A prophet in the Old Testament was called a seer because they had the gift of, um, the gift of uh, discerning of spirits. Discern means to see. 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10 is one of the gifts of the spirit. Discerning of spirits means, and discern means to see. So a seer can see into the spirit realm. And this guy kept saying, and he said this, and it kind of tagged me. He said, there's just a thin veil between the three-dimensional world that our eyes can see and what we think of as the invisible realm where God is. Colossians 1 says there are thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, both visible and invisible. And how many know we serve a God that to us is invisible, but he's very visible in the universe because everything we see bespeaks his power and glory and love. Is it true? But there's only a thin veil between us and him. And when we worship, we break that veil down. And the kingdom of God is able to manifest in a more full way in our life and in our circumstances. And those scriptures that I shared earlier, they're from Second Kings and Second Chronicles and Acts 16 all bespeak of the fact that when God's people begin to worship, when God's people begin to praise, God does amazing things. So we live in such a high-tech world and we're so cerebral today that we have the idea that we've got to figure everything out. And that's one of our big problems We're so in the mental, we forget about the spiritual, and we put the mental before the spiritual. And God wants us to put the spiritual before the mental. How many hear me? Now, you know, I love our stage decorations, and I love all the stuff we have and all the stuff going and all the light and stuff. That's all wonderful. But, you know, when I first came to Jesus, we didn't have all of that. And what I learned to do when I worshiped God, I would close my eyes. And I would envision myself in front of the throne of God. And and I saw his rainbow colors around his throne, the angels around his throne saying, holy, holy, holy. And we're singing, and I'm imagining I'm singing to him. And, And you know, he's just sitting there and he's listening. Maybe he's been over listening. And he's receiving our worship. And, and, you know, and, and I had experiences with the Lord as an ex-Southern Baptist boy that, that just revolutionized me. And you know what we need to start doing? We need to start realizing that when we worship and praise, we're bringing the kingdom of heaven down to where we are. How many hear me? So tonight, real quickly here, because <clears throat> if I don't watch it, the teach will turn on and it, it wants to real bad. When I worship the Lord, these things are in my mind all the time. There are seven Hebrew words for the English word praise. And you find these, you find these, you can find these readily. I've taught on this before. Seven Hebrew words. I just want to go through them real quickly and let's worship the Lord a little bit more. And I want to encourage you to start doing this. If you don't have a personal praise time, when I first came to the Lord in 1976, I was Southern Baptist prior to that. Got baptized with the Holy Spirit September 12th. 1976, and that revolutionized my life. Started going to a church not unlike this one, albeit smaller, 
And, uh, but we began to worship and praise God. And I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about praising the Lord, but, but I just knew that when I praised him, my heart got so full, man, I, I, I said, sing, I had to do something. And I uh, started sing, singing in church and worshiping the Lord. But, but I started a pattern and a habit. And the habit was when I get off by, when I got off by myself, sometimes I'd take long walks or I'd just get where nobody was and I would sing. And then over the years of time, and now it's been, you know, I've been with Jesus, this is my 42nd year. I've always taken some time and just sang to him. So I sing to him in my car. Sometimes I turn all the music off and just sing. Sometimes I sing in the spirit or in other tongues. And sometimes like tonight on the way, Susan, I just crank, man. I got a great stereo in my truck. I turn that thing up. I could, Susan's mouth was wagging, but I couldn't tell what she was saying. Because man, we were turning, we, I'm sorry, Susan. I turned that thing. We were just worshiping the Lord, y'all. And how many know we need those times? And we're missing something if we don't do it. So instead of being a cerebral believer, yes, we need to know the word. And yes, we need to, we need to quote the word, speak the word. And yes, we need to use our minds. Nothing wrong with that. But don't forget about your spiritual nature. And don't forget that God is a spirit. And they that worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. And the day will come, says the Lord, that you will be, your back will be as it were against the wall. And you will not know what to do. And my spirit will come on you. And I will unction you simply to lift your hands and lift your voice and praise. And as you praise, wisdom from above will come down on you. And suddenly you will know that which you had never known. Suddenly you'll see direction that you've never seen. Suddenly I will invade a circumstance that seemed absolutely impossible. And in a moment, circumstance will change. As you put me first, seek first my kingdom. I will begin to pursue you. I will begin to change you. I will rejoice over you with singing when you combine your words with my words and your praise with the praise of heaven. The, the end result will be an explosion of power that will set the captive free. Whew. Man. Anyway, seven Hebrew words for praise. The first one is yada. Everybody say yada. Now, if you're watching online and you're looking at version, this is not the notes I stuck on version. We stuck on version today. I'll come back to that, okay? But sometimes we're going to go here. Everybody, Y-A-D-A-H is yada. That is a Hebrew word for praise. Yad, Y-A-D is Hebrew word for the claw of an eagle. Think of an eagle's claw. So when you say yada and you lift your hands in yada, this is what you're doing. And you've got your hands in such a way you're saying, God, I, I have a need and I can't meet it by myself, but I'm expecting you to do something big here. And so yada, you're not lifting your hands like this. You're lifting your hands like this. That's the Hebrew word yada. Now you can get a concordance, go through the Psalms and, and you'll find the word yada just mixed all through all through the Psalms, and let's see what I've got here. Psalm 28, 7, the Lord is my strength, my shield. My heart trusts in him, I'm helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song, I will yada him. Here, I mean, he, he was in trouble. And he said, okay, where's my graspers? Okay, Father, I'm expecting, he began to worship, and he was expecting heaven to come down. Is that good? Everybody say yada. yada. Then there's another Hebrew word for lifting hands, it's todah. Everybody say, Todah. 
T-O-W-D-A-H. And here's the word, this is what this word looks like. Yada is this, you're expecting God to do something. But then there's another place when God does it. Like when he healed me that, that Wednesday in March of 1985. Or when the job came through when I was a 21-year-old boy. I mean, y'all, when that guy called me and said, well, you got the job. You know what I did? I didn't have to do that anymore. I'd been, I had been, yada, Father, I praise you, I'm expecting. But now I'm saying, Father, thank you. And I'm lifting my hands, toda, in thanksgiving and worship for what God has already accomplished. It's manifested. Everybody say, yada. yada. Put your hands up in the air. Come on, yada. yada. What are you yada What are you expecting? You're expecting healing? Are you expecting God to use you? Are you expecting God to do something big, right? Now do todah. Come on, thank God for what he's done. Come on, worship. Father, we just thank you. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for healing. Thank you for just ministering life. Todah. Third word, third word. Here we go. Y'all good? Everybody say halal. Now guess what word comes from that? Yay, that's it. Uh, halal, hallelujah, comes from this word. means to shine, to boast, to show, to rave, to celebrate, to be clamorously foolish. That means to go nuts. You remember when David danced before the Lord with all of his might? That was, that was halal. And halal is just going nuts about God. I mean, he's dancing I mean, he's just, he's just doing the jig for Jesus, I mean, for God, because he's excited. Halal, you're so excited you can hardly contain your emotions. Psalm 22, 22, and I got a bunch here, I don't have time to go. I will declare your name to my brethren in the midst of the assembly. I will halal you. So if you see somebody just getting after it and they're saying, God, you just suck, that's halal. You get it? That's halal. So it's okay, it's okay to go nuts. Uh, I, uh, the other night, somebody come running around the auditorium and said, that's halal, that's halal, that's okay. I mean, listen, if you can go to a ball game and go, Aah! can't you do that for God? Huh? And we got some great ball games in North Carolina, right? Well, do that for the Lord, you know, halal. Everybody say halal. Uh, the fourth one, Shabbat. Everybody say Shabbat. To address in a loud tone, to command, to triumph, to glory, to shout. When I think of Shabbat, I think of shouting. There was an old man of God. I saw him when we lived in Tulsa several times. In fact, the last time I saw this guy, he was a nut. He was an aged man. And he always was very boisterous in his ministry. And he would get up and he was a preacher. And he would preach his whole body wet with sweat. And he stood up, and the last time I saw him, he went to Kenneth Hagin's son-in-law's church. And he got up and he said, well, I wrapped my whole body in a sheet. And he said, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. He said, while I preach, the power of God is on me. See, he's shouting. And he said, I've got that sheet on me. I'm going to go in the back room and unwrap it. And if you need to be healed, you've got relatives need to be healed, lay the cross from my body like Acts 19 says. So when I think of Shabbat, Shabbat I think of R.W. Shambach. You get it? Right? See, you won't ever forget that now, right? Everybody say Shabbat. Psalm 63.3, because your loving kindness 
is better than life. My lips shall shabak you. Thank you, God. We worship you, Lord. See, Psalm 47, 1. Clap your hands, all you people. Shout to God. Shabbat to God with a voice of triumph. So how many know there's a place for being loud in church? Yeah. Uh, Baruch. Everybody say Baruch. To kneel. To bless God as an act of adoration. Uh, to bow down in a worshipful attitude. To bless God expecting to receive. Now, I just have to get up here and... And show you, this one looks like this. I mean, really, in the Hebrew, when they said Shabbat, they did this. And y'all, by myself, when I'm praying, sometimes I get on the floor. In fact, I didn't even know what I was doing when I first came to the Lord. I was 18, and I would get in my room and shut the door, and I had a piece of carpet right by my bed. And I would get on the floor and do that in a basin. So I say, God, I say, God, I humble myself. And see, I didn't realize I was praising Baruch worship. So as we're worshiping, sometimes you want to get on the floor. That's completely biblical. Everybody say, Yada. Yada. Come on, put your hands up. Say, Toda. What's the next one? Say, Halal. I won't make you get up and do that, but you get it. Say, Barak. And then number six is Zamar. Zamar, everybody say, Zamar. Z-A-M-A-R. You must have found my notes online, did you? Sean is good. He is a good boy. Zamar, to touch the strings, to worship with instruments. So, touch some strings. That's it. Do it. Zamar. So, there is a, there is a denomination that says, there are no instruments of music in the church. If you're watching, I'm sorry, but that's not true. I'm not even sorry. It's just not true. The Hebrew word for zamar means to touch the strings. And, it's, and it's, it's David playing his harp when that spirit of melancholy came on Saul. And call, Saul would call for David. And David comes come sit his harp down. He began to pray, uh, play, and, and melodize before the Lord. And the spirit of melancholy would leave. The prophets would call, call, the seers would call in the Old Testament, they would call for a minstrel. And they would call for those that played the strings. And as they played the strings, the glory of God would manifest. And it created an atmosphere. So is there a place for the bass, a place for the guitar, a place for the, the piano, the synthesizer, the drum? Yep, yes, there is. And that's that word, zamar. Psalm 21, 13, be exalted, O Lord, with your strength. We will sing and praise. That's the word zamar, your power. Psalm 57, 7, my heart is steadfast, O God, my heart is steadfast. I will sing and give zamar. And I could go on and on and on here. Then the last Hebrew word for praise is, and it's not a strong drink, by the way, it's the word tehillah. <laughs> no. Actually, everybody say Tehillah. That is a biblical Hebrew word. And it literally means the singing of halal. This is a person that is so excited that they just got to sing. How many have ever seen the movie Elf? Raise your hand if you've seen Elf. Okay, my son-in-law is Elf. And we watch Elf every Christmas along with other things. But the thing I love about Elf 
You remember he's sitting there and he starts singing this little girl, you know? He says, I'm singing. I'm just singing. I'm singing a song. Well, you don't realize it, but to God, you can do the same thing. And you may not be able to carry a tune in a bucket, but to God, your words are beautiful. And the singing of halal. Halal means to rave, to show, to boast, to be clamorously foolish. And when you sing halal, you're saying, God, I worship you. I bless your name. You've been so kind to me. Oh, God, you've delivered me. Oh, you've set my spirit free. You've set my being free. And I give you praise. With my song, I worship you, O oh God. I sing to you. I worship you. And there your being comes to me so beautifully. O oh God, I sing to you. See, that's Tehillah. He's making it up. Isn't that awesome? One other caveat to that is, how many are baptized with the Holy Spirit? Raise your hand. All right. Well, Tehillah, <coughs> excuse me, is the singing of halal. If you're watching, we're going to do something strange. I want you to toda. Close your eyes and sing in tongues. For you, Baleyasu Kriana Mayando la Saye. Yala Malavalando Ramosandaya Humaye. I sing and I worship the God, the Creator of all things. I magnify and I worship His holy name. I magnify my God, the Creator of all things. I worship Him, I worship Him, I worship Him. I create a place for him to move and manifest himself. I worship you, O oh God. I magnify your name. I create a place for you to manifest. And thus from my heart I sing. Hallelujah. So Tehillah. Isn't that awesome? The singing of Halal. Y'all all my life. I was... 17. <laughs> when I got baptized in the Holy Ghost, <laughs> my life was dry and broken. And now for 42 years, off by myself, it's so good to make a melody in your heart to the speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. And there's something about our culture, we're missing all of this in our churches. And I hear God saying, bring it back. And I hear Him saying, be intimate. 
express your yada, your expectations. Express your toda, your thankfulness in worship for what he's already done. Express your halal, rave, show, boast. Be foolish about it. Express your shabak, shout, your exuberance, your excitement. Express your zamar, if you can play an instrument, play it to the glory of God. Then express your heart in singing. We got days to come that will be difficult. Somebody said, in fact, Smith Wigglesworth, aged evangelist from England, he said, great testimonies come out of great battles battle may be great but our God is greater he'll have some things to boast about throughout all eternity been through some hard places but you refuse to relent 